0: Or the things that I purpose, do I purpose according to the flesh, that with me there is, should be yea, yea, or nay, nay. But as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Salvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea for all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him are men unto the glory of God by us. Now he which us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, hath also sealed us with the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul, that to spare you I came not as yet unto Corinth. Not for that we have dominion over your faith but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. Just have a word of prayer, that's the Lord's blessing on this word. Father, we thank thee again for thy word and what is here written, and we pray that we might listen and take into consideration what thy word teaches us, and as the scripture always declares, to be doers of the word and not hearers only. We ask thy blessing on the word through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, this epistle can be all about a letter. It's about the first letter that Paul sent to the Corinthians. As we know that the Corinthians were in a bit of a mess in 1 Corinthians, don't we? Quite a mess. So Paul sent them a letter. And this is the second letter in response to the first letter he sent. I just want to ask the question, have you ever sent a letter in your life that you wish you'd never sent? It's a serious question, isn't it? Because we have to be very careful about the words we say verbally or in letter. And contrarywise have you ever had a letter sent to you which was very critical uh, and devastating to the person who received it. Has anyone had that experience? Because I know a brother who has had that experience and the effect of that letter upon that brother. It's all very serious, isn't it? I remember a brother in Parliament Street, he would talk about pillows in them days, pillows had real feathers in, yes. <laughs> it's going back a bit, so they had feathers in. And if you offend a brother or a sister, he said it's like taking those pillows, as it were, to top of a rosemary top and just ripping them open and the feathers are flying all over the place. And then he said, right, now go pick them up if you can, one by one, put them all back together in the pillowcase And back to normal. And as you can see. That is nigh on impossible to do. Once you've offended a brother or a sister. It's extremely difficult. For reconciliation and everything else. But Paul's letter. That's why I'm talking about letters. (laughs) Paul. he, He sent this letter. And. The things he had to write in that letter were correct, yes? He had to sort the Corinthians out uh, and in their behaviour. So everything he was writing to them was the truth and correct and they need to do something about it. But, as Paul usually, you know, the Bible says that Paul had the care of all the churches. Despite everything else he had, he was, had the care of all the churches on his mind. And this particular time, what's on his mind is Corinth. And he's wanting to know earnestly what the result of this letter is to the Corinthians. Because they've read it and he wants to know what the response is. So he's very anxious about the response that he's going to get. And it says in in the chapter 2, he went into Troas. Troas. And he said there's a door open for him, a door of opportunity with the gospel was open for him. But he said, I had no rest in my spirit. Sometimes we can feel that, can't we? We're just not right. We have no rest in our spirit. We've got to sort something out or we've got to finalize something or we've got no rest. He said, I had no rest in my spirit because I found not Titus, my brother. Titus was sent to Corinth to sort them out. Yes. And I was just thinking about this, you know, because Apollos was reluctant, wasn't he, to go to Corinth? He didn't particularly want to go. So if Paul lined up someone and said, right, one volunteer stand forward because I want you to go to Corinth and sort the mess out. Yeah. Some of them with their eyes go down, wouldn't they? don't look at me, please don't send me. <laughs> send somebody else. That might be the, the effect, isn't it? But Titus was actually a beloved brother And he loved the Corinthians. His heart was out to the Corinthians. And he actually had a good time with the Corinthians. But because Paul hasn't met up with Titus yet, he still didn't know what the outcomes are of this letter. And that quite concerned him. But when he did find out, it's all the information's there that in chapter 7, he discovered that all is well, that the Corinthians had repented of their behaviour. They were very zealous to put things right uh, and get things back on track. So that was a great relief to Paul. Imagine the relief, yes? They've accepted his letter. They've done something about it. They've started to repent and getting restoration. And while we're talking about restoration, that's an interesting thought, isn't it? About an assembly. The whole assembly, not an individual, needs restoration. don't think I've ever come across that, of the assemblies I've been in. That assembly needed complete restoration for the failures within it. And as we know, we've talked, Jim talked about the great cost of serving. Yeah? Central message of 2 Corinthians is the minister and his ministry to the body of Christ the minister is Paul in this context and the ministry is his servant character and service to the Corinthians and that has been challenged many times by some people in Corinth this is what it's all about and there's the cost of his ministry You think we thought in this book, you will see in this book, the tremendous sufferings, experiences that Paul went through in his life to eventual death where he was beheaded by the Romans. Incredible amount of suffering in his service for the Lord Jesus Christ. His conduct though is perfect in this sense. Because we're going to talk about his conduct, and conduct is very important, as we just said. So there's a cost. And we've been thinking about this morning about our Lord Jesus Christ, isn't He? He was the perfect servant. Yeah. Perfect In thought, word and deed. But his journey to Calvary, that was the cost of his ministry. He went to Calvary to give himself for us a tremendous cost sometimes we have it very easy don't we we don't have it as bad as Paul had it we don't suffer persecution much in this country at the moment Uh, but it's important we still remain faithful to the Lord now what this is all about from verse 12 Paul is rejoicing In the testimony of his conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we had our conversation in the world and more abundantly towards you. He's now going to explain to us about his Christian conduct. And Christian conduct is very important, isn't it? Our testimony before unbelievers is very important, our conduct before unbelievers but our conduct within the assembly as well is very important. We know so many assemblies have closed because of conflict within assemblies, because of failure to reconcile with different brothers, people leaving assemblies, assemblies eventually, doors being closed. All as a matter of conflict, which should never be happening, should it? when brothers and sisters fall out. shouldn't be happening. But here we have Paul's character, and no doubt it's the character of uh, Timothy and Salvanus as well, because they're with Paul. So he's speaking for them as well, I believe. He says, rejoicing in the testimony of our conscience, that with simplicity... Now that word simplicity means is translated in some versions as holiness or, in other words, pure motives. Holiness. It also means singleness of heart or a sincere heart. And that means unalloyed benevolence expressed in an act. So this is a wonderful conduct of these brothers, isn't it, towards the Corinthians. Godly sincerity before God. Vine's dictionary describes this as quality possessed by God as that which characterises the conduct of believers. Godly sincerity. And it's before God. We've got to remember that, isn't it? Everything we say, we do, the actions we take are all before God, in the sight of God. So it's all about conduct. He wrote to them, no other things unto you than what you read or acknowledge, and I trust you will acknowledge even to the end As you also acknowledge us in part, that ye are rejoicing even as you are ours in the days of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's amazing that he jumps from that so quickly into the day of Christ. It's on his thoughts, yes? It's a wonderful day, isn't it? The day of Christ is the perusa where Christ will come back, his second coming, and he will stand again upon this earth. And Paul says, we are your rejoicing. Even as you are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. They'll rejoice together. What a lovely day, isn't it? When we all meet up as Christians together, we rejoice in that day of the Lord. Now he says, In this confidence, I was mine to come unto you before that you might have a second benefit. That word benefit is translated grace, a second grace or a second favour. He wanted to go see them uh, and give them blessing, but his plans—he's getting accused about his plans. Yes, on vacillation. Yes, yes, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So there was some in Corinth then, you know, He's vacillating. Why isn't he coming to Corinth? Uh, but all his plans, he says, is not in the flesh. His plans are in the will of God that's very important that plans in the will of God so he says I was going to pass by unto you in Macedonia and come out of Macedonia unto you and you'll be bringing me on my way toward Judea he says when I was this minded did I use lightness did I vacillate or things that I purpose do I purpose according to the flesh that with me there is yes yes and no no absolutely not. But as God is true, as God is faithful, our word towards you was not yea and nay. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among us by us, even by me in Salvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yes. Yes. For all the promises of God in him, in Christ Jesus, are yes, and in him, amen to the glory of God by us. So we utter our amen to God for his glory, that all the promises of God are in Christ. Now he which us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God who hath sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. This is the confirmation of of saints. These are wonderful verses, yes? So what we can rest on is the confirmation of saints. We can rest on all the promises of the Bible in Christ Jesus. We can rest securely on every promise from a faithful God. That's wonderful, isn't it? Take any promise you like in this Bible, you can take it to yourself and you can rest upon it. Confirmation of saints. He which establishes us with us in Christ and hath anointed us is God. Establishes to fix and to make fast. Christians have to be established, don't we? What do we need to be established in? We need to be established in the faith. We need to be established in the truth, we need to be built up in the faith and the truth it's all very important that we learn that and we are sealed by the Holy Spirit and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts so we are sealed as believers sealed means ownership we belong to the lord the lord knows those who are his we belong to him it's security no one can ever take your salvation from you there is some doctrines out there who believe that you can lose your salvation you can't lose your salvation it's certain and there's a destiny in that being sealed which is the heavenly inheritance. Ephesians 1, verse 14. The Holy Spirit of promise, who is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. is wonderful? Confirmation of the saints. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul, that to spare you I came not yet unto Corinth. So he's telling the reason now why he hasn't come to Corinth. Because he'd have to go and, and speak some more harsh words, probably. So to spare them, he didn't go. He sent Titus instead. But he got great news from Titus. And he says, Not that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. Yeah, it's not for dominion over their faith. There's an example of one, isn't there, in 3 John, of someone who was dominating over the faith of others. It's a man called Diotrephes. John the Apostle is writing to the assembly. and He says, I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, received us not. So here's this man not even receiving the apostle Paul. um, John, sorry, and all his authority. Whereover, when I come, I remember his deeds, which he doth, prating against us with malicious words and not content wherewith, now that he himself received the brethren, forbidding them that would and casting them out of the church. So he's even casting out believers out of the church. That's domineering, isn't it? Paul was not... In that character. So, Paul is sorting things out. He's got his message back that the Corinthians are repenting, and this letter is now a ministry of restoration. The assembly itself needs restoration. And all these wonderful things that we've been talking about. So it's interesting, isn't it? And it's so important that our conduct as Christians is of a high level. We don't want to cause offence, do we? An offended brother is very hard or sister to get back so that's this for this chapter nothing else more to say on that but there's some important lessons there isn't there we take on board Um, the faithfulness of God is well there for us as well that's another confirmation of saints isn't it we can rest upon the faithfulness of God upon his promises we can be established firmly in the faith and we have an inheritance we can look forward to because we are sealed by the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption and long may that day come let's pray our Father we do thank thee Across the world for brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee for the family. We thank thee for assemblies that we have. We thank thee for this assembly and all who are in it. And we pray that our behavior might be coming.